0: Welcome to Move Left Idiots, a socialist talk podcast. I'm your host, Anthony Monterullo, Uh joined here by my co-host, Comrade Dracula. Comrade, what's going on? Wow, what a smooth transition.
1: That sounded great. Um, <laughs> third time's the charm. What are you talking about? This is the first uh, time
0: we're, we're speaking we, <laughs> today.
1: <clears throat> Editing. It's an art form. Um, yeah, I'm still rolling with a sort of a slight cough, rough voice. Um, I just, uh, yeah, it's this allergies the humidity i don't know what the fuck it is um I, i'm i'm like jeer bolsonaro and and that i've you know like been struggling with this cough for the last 10 days um it, apparently he's been hospitalized the fascist dictator of uh brazil because he's had hiccups for 10 days which is like and apparently he's in in horrible abdominal pain
0: oh i mean which, i can imagine having 10 days of hiccups be I, miserable
1: right well i mean he's also had covid three times i just feel like his body's <laughs> desperately trying to kill him like like right his his soul and his like his body knows his soul
0: is evil and it's just trying to well, erase him from the planet right the the demon that's that's keeping him alive and and you know giving him his power is just clinging to fucking life as they're <clears throat> trying to exercise it out of his his dec- you- decrepit body have you seen the movie Howard
1: the Duck?
2: Yeah, from, yeah, wow. Yeah, 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 like
1: Jared Bolsonaro looks like the fucking villain from from Howard the Duck. You know, when like <laughs> like the scientist guy who's the principal from Ferris Bueller, and he's like turning into this fucking monster. But he's like sweating, <laughs> and his eyes are all bloodshot, and he's like like right. his fucking hair is falling out, and like the horns are starting to grow <laughs> out of his spine. That's what fucking Jared Bolsonaro. Look at any
0: picture of that guy; he looks like he's dying. All the time, all the time, all the time, but doesn't fucking do it. Sorry, he's going to lose like in a historic fucking landslide if the 2022 elections in Brazil actually happen.
1: That's right. But this director, Joe Biden's director, the CIA just met with him in person to, you know, make
0: assure him that that won't happen. Right, right. Right. Because so he's already floated the idea of like not having elections. And, you know, obviously, everyone's going to trumpian Trumpian move as if that's not something that's happened for fucking, you know, hundreds of years throughout history when fascists are in power. Um, but and like acting like Trump gave them the idea. But, uh, I, you know, I, I again, I don't know the politics, the, the actual machinations of, of Brazilian politics well enough to know if that's something that would happen i i think like you said the fact that the cia director was meeting with him is not a good sign um because that means they will do everything in their power to ensure that he stays in power um and continues to clear cut the fucking amazon rainforest which is one of the few things that's slightly mitigating the horrendous effects of climate change right now um so you know great news all around um <clears throat> We are. Yeah. Com- oh, yeah. Go
1: ahead. Oh, speaking to Trump. I, this is not a long story, but I, I love that, um, you know, at the CPAC conference where all the fucking dipshits get together to circle jerk about, you know, being White boy uh, dance. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and, and so, of course, you know, like, <clears throat> fucking fucking I, like I never think about Donald Trump. I just don't no, think no. About it, it
0: Just very rarely and does he ever come up.
1: Literally, it's like I see Trump trending on Twitter every fucking day there's another thing that he's trending for and it's it's nothing there's no reason for it it's just a bunch of liberals can't let it go because they're obsessed and you know they spent four years being like we have to get him out of office and now that he's gone they still pretend that he's the president still right they're they're fucking obsessed and but but like i i love how like you know I, i i don't think about people that i don't like right and i and i you know, I hate Trump, but I love how funny he is <laughs> because he got, he went up at CPAC and he got up there and he was like, yeah, I got impeached. I got impeached twice and it didn't change me. It made me worse. Yeah, it right. made me worse. <laughs> <laughs> the crowds fucking went wild. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> he's a fucking piece of shit. And he's just like, yeah, I'm gonna be even shittier. What right. do you think about that, America? And half of America's like, yeah, woo!
0: That's
1: he's my, a- my president such- up
0: there. <laughs> no he really makes me fucking laugh hysterically when he says shit like that because he's such a relic of the 80s he's such like the at a time where you know you had like dice clay and just like the trashiest douchebag like like low culture kind of pop culture icons like he's so of that time and so funny like in in ways that he intends to and doesn't intend to i think because he's such a piece of shit like just completely irredeemable but he just has some innate comedy i don't know what it is like he just is such a fucking idiot that it's so funny sometimes to me and i think he's he's
1: basically you know if you if you took a a right-wing radio host who was a rich guy you know cigars and fucking you know yachts and fucking bleach blonde chicks and bikini like just all that schmaltz right? right and then was like yeah i and also i'm the i'm the leader of the free world you know how, right. like how can you be a fucking idiot from america and not eat that shit up how do you not just <laughs> right. like yes yes it's, it's, it's the so fuck ups finally you know it's the fucking nerds finally win the summer camp race thing you know like whatever it is right. whatever right. it is it's it's those people that are just like shitty and have no ambition uh, and are just selfish and and petty, feeling Small. like you yeah. know through through this person's <laughs> victory that they somehow have won also, right. and they haven't and they haven't and that's the saddest part of it, right? Because <laughs> you're never going to be that guy. You just wish desperately you could, um, you know. And, and then just on top of it, on top of it is it's just the the extra layer of comedy of you know Trump standing there in front of the fucking portrait of Lincoln with.
0: 2000 fucking mcdonald's hamburgers arms outstretched just like here it is seriously that was that was that that photograph was art like that should be up they should make a dramatic like like they should do an oil portrait of that and put that up in the fucking white house like
1: i would make a documentary film about that (laughs) just just to like like i could not you know on top of everything i was just like this is this you can't top this this is it this is it This is the most insane that reality could possibly be. If you took that picture and sent it back in time, 10 years, just like 10, maybe 25, whatever. Just put that picture in, you know, no context and just put it on a billboard and just film the reactions to it of people walking by and going, what, what is, what is that? (laughs) What the fuck is that?
0: (laughs) What in the holy fucking shit am i looking at right right just 1986 bring that photo in t- it in, in, back into 1986 and be like hey here's the president in the in the in the uh you know the uh white house dining room whatever just don't explain anything further just show yeah. that picture like,
1: like the scene from back to the future right oh who's the president in 1980 future boy <laughs> or 1985 <laughs> Ronald reagan yeah <laughs> Ronald oh, Reagan? Man. The actor? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Who's the vice president? Jerry Lewis? No. Um, so, uh, yeah. All right. So, anyway, we are um, coming you pretty soon off the heels of our last episode, at least in terms of when you've heard them, um, because we had a little bit of an issue with certain douchebags that hosted our previous oh, that podcast. that fucking prick. That fucking dickless cocksucker. Right. So, uh, the previous website that we were using um to to not to i I keep saying host because you were saying host to uh record our podcast so we you know we're obviously not uh recording in the same room believe it or not despite the audio quality making it sound like it that we are sometimes what i thought we were sitting at a a nice nice inches apart we're just inches apart built in your basement right? Right. Um, no. So we are in fact in different locations. So we we there are a couple recording softwares that let you record. Um, I won't get too technical and bore you, but basically record there's just the, a the.
1: There's there's only a couple. There's there like, literally is only a couple. Three tops. Yeah. Right. Yeah, um, you know, that work at least. There's a million of them. There's a million of them, and you know you think it's some big company, you know, and it's not. It's just like one techie bro who had a startup, uh, who's who's charging a shitload of money so that you can record remotely and you know, pretends as though there's a whole company, but it's, it's just like one guy. Right. And, and we know this because we had to deal with this fucking prick. Um, and we found out his name and looked him up and, and yeah, total raging
0: asshole because even though we, we pay for this account, we, and by the way, I have paid in, 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 I've been a paid subscriber to this, to this site, in various forms for at least like three years going on now and there were lapses in between when the service was so fucking shitty and spotty that I was like we can't use this anymore we need to go use Zencast or use one of these other sites and they it's just very hard to find one that works right unfortunately and it's because they're constantly changing shit they're constantly
1: changing shit that doesn't mean to be changed and over time like sometimes it'll work sometimes it won't so we've, I mean, I'm sure you've paid this guy hundreds of dollars over oh, the years. Yeah,
0: I mean, I, you know, I, th- this w- current account, I was, I've been uh, active since uh, September of last year, so that's ten bucks a month since September of last year, right. uh, and I've had previous paid accounts with them for numerous times. So basically, so, yeah. so
1: last week you were out of town, you were on vacation, so I was doing the show with Jules, and I had uh, hit you up for the login. But I hadn't heard back and I was getting kind of worried that like, you know, if you were out of town, you might not get the message. So I'm like, well, I'll just just start a trial account so I can get ready and get prepped, you know, and trial account. You get like a month free. Right. But like I, I honestly only intended to record one episode, which is like, right. you know, maybe tops one hundred and fifty megabytes. Right. Like which is like you can just you can send that much fucking data for free through Gmail like nothing. Right. Like it's not a big fucking deal. Right. And so we, we record the episode and it works fine. And I'd recorded, you know, from my end before, uh, you know, uh, through, through cast, um, this, this this company, this guy, his website's just called cast are based out of Toronto, um, and he apparently jumped on the bandwagon early that he gets to call his podcast website "cast" because all the rest are have like fucking weird names. Good luck googling it, by the way. <laughs> right, right. Great, great, great SEO and
0: on that guy's part. But yeah, anyway.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's it, it, the weird thing is like it, once you find his name, he's got the same fucking picture on all of his social media on linkedin right, on i don't Twitter, want to, i don't i don't
0: want to i don't want to inspire litigation but yes but basically this litigation, guy he, the fuckers in toronto
1: I, good luck suing us you motherfucking that's, that's prick. true that's that is true fucking that is maple true. leaf motherfucker um anyway so <laughs> that's why i was keeping it vague. but yeah he that, keeps he fucking so like we record the episode and all of a sudden i get done and the, the tracks aren't there it's it says you successfully uploaded your tracks but then the tracks aren't there and I spent like half an hour fucking looking around. I'm like, I know I've done this before, so it shouldn't be this fucking hard. So I emailed their support, and this is after 5 o'clock, so I I, I didn't hear back to the next day, which is, okay, reasonable, you know. Even in fucking Canada, they go home after 5 o'clock, apparently. And he responds mm-hmm. right away, and he's like, oh, everything looks fine on our end. Um, uh, you should be able to download them right here from this link. And I clicked on it, and it doesn't work still. And, like, I noticed all, like, the the the... You know, basically where you would download the, um, the, tracks. the tracks from, it says account disabled. I'm like, well, how could it be disabled if I used it? Like I recorded it, right? So I tell him <clears throat> what I'm seeing, and then instead of replying with like, oh, hey, here's what happened, here's the solution, he replies with this like six paragraph long rant about how we had uh, basically stolen from him, stolen money from him for using a, a free account when
0: we already had a paid account because the exorbitant hosting fees... Because we'd previously had a free trial. I can't, like, you know, occasionally we would use it because it was a fucking spotty service and we'd only have to pop onto it when, well, you well, know, we would have a guest just, on who wouldn't function with with our other software. Like, we, like we how,
1: how much money does a free... And he's, he's going he's like, oh, I have to pay my, you know, server fees, which cost all this money. And it's, it's just like... That's not our fucking problem, dude. If you don't want to do a month long free trial, then just do it, you know, one week or two week one like everyone else does. Like that just completely unprofessional, completely unprofessional and never offered a solution. Never said like, oh, hey, you know, you know, know, please in the future uh, use just the one paid account. You know, nothing like that. So I'm like, look, I just made the account because, you know, we had a situation and we are still using the paid account. Obviously not anymore, you fucking asshole. Um, and he just ignores it. He ignores it. So I finally I see see Anthony and he replies and he's like, "Hey, you know, if you can't just like put those two tracks on our paid account, and we can download them from there." And this is time sensitive. We do a current events podcast. We're trying, you know, we're already a day late. Um, no reply. No fucking reply for this guy for the next six days. No reply. Because we we told him it was time-sensitive, and he was like, ha, 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 now I can fucking be a prick and control this one little meaningless thing in my life that means something to somebody else, and I'm not going to reply. And I'm sure he was just waiting for us to, you know, figured we're pissed off Americans would start, you know, sending him more and more emails so he could feel, like, more and more powerful, right? But we didn't. We were professional about it, and we just, you know, said, hey, please do this uh you know we're time sensitive um don't think this is unreasonable and he finally gets back to us on monday and still was a dick about it he was like well i I unblocked your account so you can download those tracks and then what did he say
0: what was the the word he used um delinquent he said something about us being delinquent i'm like fuck all you know it just some ridiculous bullshit like that and i was like you know it's it, it just it, yeah it, again it was small and it was stupid as petty but it denied the listeners of the show from hearing an episode for like six days that they could have fucking heard it sure. so it's, it's really Which, just you know you know whatever that's
1: that's fine but the fact that this guy runs his company like this is why we're canceling our subscription with this fucker because right, you, we you don't it, you don't do shit like that
0: right i don't want to be you know, uh, hosting of our the the audio tracks to our podcast and entrusting them to somebody who is going to hold them hostage for petty fucking reasons, despite, you know, following their oh, their basic terms of use lied. which right over,
1: by the way, he lied because he obviously does this all himself. And he lied and said that, you know, the the money that's spent is to, um, you know, pay a, a full staff all through covid. Like, I guarantee he has no staff. His staff no. is him. No, and exactly. as, as evidence he's a software the software programmer, that,
0: he programmed the thing yeah. and just lets it sit there. has made and any he, significant and he's upgrades. Never, so.
1: He has never worked in customer support before if he handles his emails like that. I guarantee he's never worked a day actually dealing with, with any kind of the, the you know, the, the knowledge and experience mm-hmm. um, and, and training that goes into crafting uh, emails that you know are are basically corporate speech but are still framed as though the customer is always right you know that are, right, are right. purely the, the bullshit
0: you learn to do when you work in customer service right. or like i re- i
1: i used to write those emails all the time and it's right. it, you know like there's certain ways you phrase things where like apple has to do this bullshit and it's kind of like bizarre and weird but there's a reason behind it like you know the there's certain phrases that you just don't say because it frames things in a really negative light like you don't ever see uh, apple boys can't say the word unfortunately like that's, that's
0: they <laughs> just that. that's funny
1: yeah it, um what's what's the phrase they have to use instead uh oh they instead of saying unfortunately they have to say as it turns out <laughs> right so everyone goes to apple and their battery doesn't work And they have to pay for a new battery. And it's like, oh, well, this is outside of warranty. So instead of saying, oh, unfortunately, your computer is outside of warranty and you're going to have to pay out of pocket for this, they say, they have to say, as it turns out, your computer is outside of warranty. So you're going to have to pay out of pocket for this. And everyone's uh, like, oh, why, well, as it turns out, I guess I guess that's not so unfortunate.
0: It's no, it's no one's fault. It's not my fault. It's right. Not my so it, it's, it's, it's it's a it's, good it's, bit of
1: word psychology, actually. To, uh, to, to right, it's <laughs> a total manipulation. But it's how everyone walks out of there feeling like they didn't get fucked in the ass when they just got fucked in the ass, right? right. And and not you know lovingly, <laughs> so, <laughs> right? Um, but there's you know to to any kind of professional customer service correspondence. You have certain elements of that. You put thought and intention into, you know, somebody who's paying you for your services. You don't go on a rant about how it costs you all this money and that they're delinquent. Like we know, like speaking to a person who who is currently
0: a fucking paid account, too. It was just it was just really fucking petty and ridiculous and and small. So I don't we don't want to, you know, host our fucking audio uh, with someone like that, because who knows what the fuck they'll do in the future whatever you know petty whim that they have so you know we're we're, completely
1: complete lack of trust that's gone we're done with that guy and also
0: once i read over the terms of service on the website apparently that there's uh provisions against uh using the service for material that is quote vulgar among other things so i was like oh that that's really somebody i want to be you know again like
1: he clearly had listened (laughs) to some of our tracks too because he knew the name of the podcast which is not labeled on any of our audio tracks. We right. always use like a shorthand. Not, or, not that
0: I like it I just it's it's easier for me to just write ep.210, you know, because sure. it's why why type out the full thing for something I'm only gonna read? Um so yeah, it's never actually been written on the website anywhere, so you must have gone back and listened even it's, to the tracks speaking, that he was holding hostage. Yeah. Speaking of <clears> Apple, throat> like throat> hey
1: GarageBand designers, you you know, you people that always want to change the fucking layout and format and functionality of every goddamn app every two months, make GarageBand
0: able to record remote podcasts, you
3: motherfuckers.
0: It, it like, seems I know insane you know that do Apple it. doesn't have that fucking setup because it's such an, a simple, I would imagine, simple coding setup. And, like, they have FaceTime technology, which is basically the same thing. You just have to record the fucking two uh, audio tracks from the two facetime parts like the, like apple could create a, an algorithm that would record just those two tracks and create like a podcast friendly interface and like that would be fucking much preferable i would use eas- i would definitely pay like 10 bucks a month to apple to fucking have that rather than deal Why with all should these you have to like pay 10 ass... bucks for a month on top no, look, of it, it, the it, fucking two thousand four
1: hundred dollar goddamn laptop you bought just
0: fucking make it work apple right I'm sick of this shit it's, it, it's a shame because Apple used to and again, they're a, you know always been a terrible company, but at least they used to give you the, the added incentives of getting their shit where that they would give you these free, uh, really good editing things like GarageBand and like iMovie and you know, and, and like iMovie is not great, but it, it certainly is functional if you want to make an edit of something like I eventually had to upgrade to final cut pro when i was like really getting into the film shit because it's just so much better but even fucking um,
1: final cut pro that it's very very buggy 10, they literally changed everything for no fucking reason it worked fine the way it was like i went to fucking college for years years to learn final cut pro to, 7 and, and all i ever used was final cut pro and then with final cut pro 10 i had to go about on youtube and
0: relearn how to do everything there was no fucking reason for that Right. I it's funny because when I went to school, they were already on 10. So I learned on 10. Uh, So I I was used to it from there. But I I would always see people complaining about it. And I did eventually get to use a Final Cut Pro 7. And I was like, oh, it's actually is a lot more functional in a lot of ways. I don't know why. It works the way
1: your brain works. It's just right. So it was so fucking simple. Yeah, even GarageBand I'm like how do I like change the levels of a track in multiple points? Like how do I fucking find that? Like why isn't there a you know <laughs> Oh, you a, don't know
0: you have to hit A, shift A and then, <laughs> like that's some intuitive thing to bring up like, the fucking like sliders right. of a Like why track. isn't it why isn't it automatically there? Why why do I have to go fucking right. search...
1: Anyway, just fucking it's
0: stupid, but yeah, anyway,
1: and they do it on purpose. It's designed that way on purpose. So you have to be
0: dependent
1: on their support, all of software development. Is a fucking scam.
0: It's just like, literally, it's just what software development is, is ta- it's the same as the defense industry. It's like you just need to create a reason to keep your job and keep the money flowing. So it's like, oh, well, hey, you have this really functional app or social media, too, is the same way you have this really functional app. Here's a bunch of updates that are going to completely brick it um but make sure you push these out because it's going to improve the the app like don't worry people complain now but they'll get used to it and then we get to make money and you guys get to say oh look at our upgraded features like every fucking even just the
1: layout like the, the twitter layout now is garbage the facebook layout now is garbage it's it's like there's all this just empty fucking space that it has no purpose like everything used to be tight and condensed it was negative space, It was positive space, and now it's just, it, like, your eye doesn't lead anywhere. It's just looking right. at a giant... It's like looking at a fucking... Chill, like you Go to Facebook right now on a laptop and look at it. And it looks like a fucking children's menu at, at some, you know, big
0: boy or some fucking right. Apple bullshit, where you're just like, I don't even know what I'm looking at here. Whereas, and it doesn't help when you have, like, the half-wits in your extended family posting, you know, insane things constantly. Like, it, it's just a very... I, I almost never open my Facebook honestly because it's just never. Yeah, I never. It's not. It's not an enjoyable. I'm like, why do I even have this? Like half the time that I open it, I, I almost,
1: don't know these people. Like <clears throat> what? <the> right,
0: <laughs> and it won't
1: show you anything. Like there's no way to to view, uh, you know, top posts versus most recent. Oh, it's I, just, I have no
0: idea what they're showing me. Like in my feed, like I don't know if it's what it's sorted by. Like, I'm like, what is this? Like this all just of Twitter. Of, all
1: of, of Twitter now is you know, tweets that are recommended by by their curators. It's not people that RT'd it into my timeline. It's not people that even liked anything. It's just, hey, here's here's the the, the trends that we want you to follow. Right. And it's like I have no interest in that. Don't show me that again.
0: And the random the things that day, your followers like <laughs> <laughs> that, that which is another fucking asinine feature that they show you the likes like, of your I don't, follow, like yeah what?
1: i don't give a fuck what my people who follow me
0: like i don't even like them stop following me <laughs> um and oh, and oh by the man. way and, 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 you know while we're on this topic the last thing i'll just complain about we're on the topic of bitching about software. this is definitely
1: the complaining segment
0: right this really is um who the, <laughs> i don't know what what fucking just like 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 I, like grad school dropout designed the hbo max app but that has to be the worst streaming app i've ever used in my entire life I, it I, like i the hbo go app was not great to begin with it was very buggy and that's you know i used to watch like game of thrones on there when that was on but like it was at least semi-functional the hbo max app like never loads when you load it up especially if you load it up like through your tv you know when your tv like cast things um and it just, fuck, it's just so bad. It, I, I I can't believe, like, Netflix, for all the shit I can talk about them, and the I fact can, that they're, they're, just, the, they're the only one I can fucking navigate, honestly. They're the only ones who have a decent fucking UI, and they don't really change it. It's just, you know, they do little tweaks, but, like, right. everyone just copy that. Like, that app works fucking great. Like, that it's, app it's works great. It's not even
1: just the app, but half the time I try to load up any fucking hbo max or hulu or anything it just doesn't fucking load on my tv HBO max it just, it never just shows loads. me a blank fucking screen but anytime i hit the netflix button bam done it's there everything i can watch instantly right in i don't one, know on one
0: screen you just scroll down and if you want to search you go to the left and go to the oh, search I swear to god i don't know a- anytime ash is like is.
1: hey let's watch a thing together you know because she lives in ohio and i live in chicago She's like, hey let's watch a thing together i'm like great what what what's it on <laughs> oh it's on the it's on the HBO hbo disney extra premium plus app and i'm like good Fuck. luck fucking finding that it's <laughs> gonna take me goddamn 15 minutes just to get to it oh and then you have to log in under a different password so you have to go to this website log in enter the right. code you see on your screen and i'm like just fucking shoot me just fucking shoot we're me we're all gonna become blood so like I'm oh man just give this. us
0: back the regular cable fucking seriously
1: <laughs> my poor mother has like direct tv still oh god and I'm, like, I'm like hey mom you should watch this and then i go like oh wait no no i would never wish that on anyone over my age <laughs> <laughs> fuck that right and honestly it's just easier to watch on a laptop and i used to watch everything on a laptop until my fucking apple laptop took a shit right and it works periodically um, as planned but, after 10 years of use or five years of use oh this was like three years my it's it's like every every apple computer i have it will work perfectly fine for half as long as the one i had before it like so I, i'll get like 10 years out of one and i'll get like five years out of the next one right. and the next one makes it all of two years before the battery fails not an accident i'm sure
0: no no not an accident it's just how we got to keep i have uh the- i still have my apple desktop which is like 10 years i mean i got this when i was in college to edit my movie and like it, it just completely was it was it was a brick like it just wouldn't function at all and i eventually rebooted it back like two desktop operating systems ago and it kind of functions now basically just as like a glorified browser like a phone like i wouldn't store anything on that thing or edit anything on it but i can use it yeah as like a browser um and but yeah that's that they just want you to get so frustrated that you say fuck it i'll buy the new one and spend another two thousand dollars with apple um <laughs> the last time i I got a new laptop when i was leaving the apple store the guy
1: uh there's like three guys stand around by the door because you know they have to have shitloads of employees there and uh the guy uh he said something to me i don't remember what it was exactly but uh, he's like oh enjoy the new laptop i'm like thanks the last one lasted nine years he's like all right see another nine years (laughs) and i was just i
0: was just kind of like you fucking asshole because i knew it wouldn't be
1: nine years i like knew you, i would we both be, back.
0: It won't be back we both know i'll be back in six months he's like
1: yeah like what he, what he was really saying was like ha, ha, that will never happen again
0: <laughs> that's what he really meant right 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 um while we're on the topic of netflix though super quick i do want to recommend to people anyone who's like a horror movie fan or you know even if you kind of like are not super into horror movies but you enjoy like stranger things check out uh fear street 94 on netflix i i i was pleasantly surprised by it it was like it's a it's a horror movie but it's based on in spirit it's based on like a series of rl stein books that he wrote for teenagers but it's not like an adaptation of them it's just kind of uses the title and it's like what's with 1994 why is that so it's a it's it's a trilogy of horror movies uh and they're all like adult like r-rated horror movies so that's why i say it's like not an adaptation of his story but it's just in spirit and uh it's set in like the same town in 1994 the second movie is in 1978 and the third movie is in 1666 and it's like the story of like this cursed town where like people from this one uh there's like two towns like a rich white town and like a poor like black and brown town and people from the poor black and brown town periodically go insane and go on like a seven eight person murder spree um and nobody knows why but you know of course you eventually figure out it's a curse and that's why the third movie is spoilers it's not it's it they i mean it's the first thing they say in the i mean it's it's in the movie it's in the year 1666 that's i mean that's kind of (laughs) like right 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 Right, witchcraft. Yeah, exactly. So, but it's it was actually surprisingly well done. It's very much like the first one, the ninety four one. It's got a great like, you know, nine inch nails like collective soul like very nineties like nineteen ninety four throwback soundtrack. Um, Hey, remember the band live? (laughs) Right. (laughs) I like that. I I like that first record a lot. Uh, But the uh,
1: it actually holds up. I I I, heard that they're
0: really good. That record is fucking great. That one fucking
1: the (laughs) song that they played every goddamn day right lightning the,
0: crashes
1: i don't know what the song is. I don't, I mean, oh yeah that, that was the one that was the one I alone, um yeah. it's like two or three oh, i never hits. i never thought i would ever want to hear that song again i heard it <laughs> recently and i was like yeah it's good actually shit. it's actually good shit. <laughs> um speaking Dude. of fucking songs that i never want to hear again like like jared, jared Bolsonaro can't get rid of the fucking hiccups for 10 days somehow i got the fucking theme song to fraser stuck in my head <laughs> And my God, I never fucking watched that show. I never liked that show. I don't know how this got in my head, but th- th- just that. Oh, God. I never, I never got into that show either. I thought I was in the minority, though. The show but sucked. It, Even it though there was like a bunch me. of fucking like twitter hipsters decided that like they were going to start tweeting out screenshots of fraser like ironically that's why i'm like oh i'm in the minority but
0: like nobody i've ever met's been like oh yeah i fucking love fraser like i've never met anyone that says that no god
1: it was the internet would make you think
0: you're crazy for expressing that opinion it's
1: not it's not okay to like things ironically that weren't good in the first place (laughs) like I, i get it if people like yacht rock ironically, and then grow to actually like it because it turns out that like Hollow Notes and fucking Steely Dan and like they actually recorded some great shit. Right. They recorded some really good shit. So like once you get into that that catalog, you're like, oh, wow, these are fucking tracks works are a right.
0: great fucking song. like <laughs> Sweet Jesus. That's no
1: hate.
0: Um, yeah, work. I I sung, I
1: sung that at karaoke on my birthday many years ago.
0: Did you? Um, it's a great
1: song. I brought down the house. There was not a dry pair of panties. In the establishment, <laughs> I'll tell you that.
0: Oh, good shit! All right, well, what <laughs> we're like thirty-five minutes in, so we should probably get into the actual this, this chunk is the best of the episode. Before, I know it is honestly. right.
1: I, f- I felt like I need Just to get out about. all of my rage <laughs> at the, the
0: world of techie bros that are ruining our lives, and right,
1: I, right now,
0: right. um But uh, you know, up top before we get into the kind of geopolitical stuff, I do want to mention that we did have a great. Uh, victory for people who hate uh, racists and turfs. Uh, in that England lost in the uh, the 2020 Euro Cup uh, this yes. weekend. <laughs>
1: <It> <laughs> the is <a> racist tw- <laughs> country lost to the other most racist country in Europe.
0: I love it. Eh, they're like the fifth, sixth most. Italy's like not. I I, I would call them the second most. They're 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 certainly. You know they 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 had a bad period, but they also had some good good times in terms of their. I uh, mean their political just- makeup. Hey, the, the nineteen nine. I, I don't know if you heard about this, but the nineteen eighty two uh, Italian uh, national team who won the World Cup that year dedicated their victory to the palace, the play of the Palestinian people. So, wow. so, at least the people who played soccer are fucking cool, you know. Like, so, I don't know so about the rest of the country. 1982
1: two <laughs> wasn't racist, and that's their uh, ever right. since then. Never, right, forget never
0: about that thought. whole Mussolini thing. I mean, that was. <laughs> forget about all the fucking bad
1: blip on the radar all all the italian americans that are you know turning out to threaten protesters at columbus statues
0: well okay well look Uh, italian americans (laughs) and italians are very like i am an italian american italian americans are fucking horrible and racist and disgusting italians themselves are a lot more laid back and you know generally happier and healthier as a countrymen than than italian americans I, i think we we Give our 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 ancestors a bad name, unfortunately.
1: Um, yeah, but well, I'll, we'll just blame New Jer- New Jersey. That'll right, be the, right, that's, that's for sure. That's the problem,
0: but yeah, no. So Italy won. Uh, it was a great fucking game. I watched the second half of it. It, it, it was tied. It, you know, one all going into uh, at the end of uh, i mean every fucking football match is tied one to one (laughs) the entire match
1: i don't know if anyone knows this but that's the fucking spread it's kind of of a rule every
0: fucking game
1: for infinity
0: years and that's and again i've years ago i used to be especially when i was like super into baseball and like you know i was just like oh man soccer's fucking boring i i really have grown to appreciate soccer last you know five years or so especially now that there's a a local like semi pro team here in Hartford. That's really fun to watch. Um, And I, and I've kind of learned the intricacies of like the rules and everything. What's their name? Uh, The Hartford athletic, which is (laughs) super generic, but it's, you know, every soccer team's like, the blah, 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 athletic, or the blah, 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 football club, or blah, 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 United. You know, that's like, all.
1: I mean, most of them have really bizarre names. We were like, is that a band or a what? What is that? What are or, they? Well,
0: certain M- MLS teams, yeah, they'll have like the Tampa Bay Rowdies or like the fucking, you know, whatever. Um, <laughs> but, but the, um, but no, the game was great. It would, they were tied. They, they ended up having to play an extra 30 minute uh, period. And then they were still tied, so they had to go to penalty kicks, which is super fucking exciting. Basically, each team gets five shots where it's one-on-ones, it's one guy versus the goalie. And he just has to try to fake the goalie out and get it in. And those are really hard to defend because you have a whole fucking net. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> right. Uh, but th- but those are incredibly hard to defend because like it's just one guy and like he could go left and you think he's going right. You don't have enough time to react. You really have to guess where you think he's going to go and then dive to that area to try to block it. So penalty kicks are pretty easy to make or pretty hard to defend, but uh-huh. uh, Italy managed to win getting three out of the five penalty kicks in um, or it, maybe it was fourth. I, I, basically they, they got one more penalty kick in than England did. So England ended up losing in the most dramatic fashion possible. And of course, because two of the guys that missed penalty kicks for England happened to be black um the fucking maniac racist colonizers on on the island couldn't help themselves, but to go on like a social media tirade, uh, you know, just, just, you know, this is what happens when you let fucking words play. Si-. Yeah. All that sort of stuff. Like it it was just, it, it was like a great excuse for them to just peel the lid off of their very thinly lidded, uh, racism. That's always hey, they, boiling below the surface. Guys, uh, Weren't they already rioting before the fucking? Oh yeah, yeah. Match? There were videos on Twitter of like people like sticking fireworks up their ass and lighting them like before the match, like England fans like to prepare what? for the Euro Cup final. <laughs> I mean,
1: I, I get it. You riot when your team loses, but what are you rioting hmm. like? Do you know you suck that bad that hmm. you're smashing windows and lighting shit on fire they, they, they just fucking soccer fan just like fan. to riot. i don't or sports you, fans, i should say sports fans is, cause, the, the reason why i never really get into sports too much is people like that i just right. i'm like you're right you're gross did you, did you know that you're gross because you're because <laughs> you're
0: gross and i don't want to do anything that you enjoy right it's a shame because like the people who just generally want to go and enjoy themselves and then you know but yeah again so immediately when it when england is upset or, or angered they'll 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 turn to, to some sort of racism or bigotry that's kind of the oh, default uh nobody
1: note.
0: nobody does white
1: on white racism better than the uk I <laughs> right s- i swear. i shouldn't say uk the fucking england
0: right england. right no england the rest of the uk is fucking great they're just held at the fuck you know the the, the 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 they're at the mercy of the fucking maniacs that colonized them so many years ago oh it's, uh, scotland it's, would it's love to worst. have their own fucking country
1: Like you you go back and you look at like the, you know, historical texts and just like all the, you know, they they did like the Irish and the Scots and the Welsh. They were all considered to be like inferior white races by the English. Right. (laughs) Of course. It was just like the absolute,
0: absolute, absolute worst. Right. Anyway. um, But yeah. uh, Shout out to my paisans in Italy for fucking (laughs) making all those. Thank you, Italy.
1: Thank you, Italy, for crushing the British. And making them once again not bring soccer home.
0: <laughs> oh, and and the the person most uh, most chaffed about that I think would be Eve Fartlow because, or if you saw, she was tweeting, <laughs> she was tweeting, uh, it's coming home like before the before the uh, the final, which is hilarious because she's from Scotland, but of course she's such a fucking white racist that she identifies as a member of the United Kingdom, not as a Scottish national. Oh. Yeah,
1: well, she'll she'll invoke it when she wants to pretend that she's been oppressed. The way, right? Of course, science will. Um, But yeah, and then you you saw her uh, the thing today where she's wearing a a necklace with the uh, the Star David with a skull
0: attached to it. (laughs) A little on the nose. I no, that's a little on the nose, but that's funny. I didn't know. Yeah, well, someone in our our
1: group DM posted that with the uh, image from. God, the name of the show! I can't remember the name of the show now. Um, but it's the, it's the guy who's you know they're
0: Nazis and he's like, "Are we the baddies?" <laughs> <laughs> right? Oh my God! Yeah. Well, I mean, that's I mean, again, that's very on the nose. That's just like when cops like use the fucking Punisher logo and like do the the thin blue line uh, Punisher, you know, logo. It's like really, you, you're not you're not seeing how this is not like a great look oh for yourself. Th-
1: there was something I saw recently, and it was like. It looks like multiple layers of bad photoshopping, right? And it was it was like the Punisher logo, and then it was like like part of the movie poster for Boondock Saints, which is just like also like the most shitty, you know, Scarface poster in college, Bob Marley, you know, like the, the lowest common denominator of entertainment for white men. Um, and I don't even remember what the what like the, the main part of the image was. These were just like in each corner there was like a new or a different dumb thing, you know, like rasterized and and pixelated, but like you know like a transparent layer. Put it, awful, just just. Right.
0: I I, 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 if I
1: find it, I'll send it to you.
0: I do want to, and I'm sure people who who follow Punisher, you know, comics or whatever, know this. But Jerry Conway, the creator of the Punisher, fucking hates cops and hates that they use his logo. And he's like, you realize this is like uh, this. The Punisher is like a symbol of of the fact that you guys are complete failures, right? Like he's a fucking mentally ill, like psychopath who who goes on a vigilante killing spree because there's they know that though they know that.
1: they, the, these guys think that yes, the justice system is is fucked up, and if only they were allowed to just murder anyone they want to, that would fix the justice system. They right. all they all identify with the Punisher because they think I'm I'm Frank Castle. I'm the guy that would get things done by being a ruthless murderer
0: right it's it, it's it's the usual conservatives running smack into the middle of the point without actually getting the point you know <laughs> right which that's why i i don't remember if we reviewed it or not if we just talked about the time but the the punisher show on uh, netflix the first season of that was fucking great because i feel like that was one of the few depictions of that character that fully understood that traumatic aspect of the character and that it wasn't just some fucking, like, macho, like, oh, look, he's fucking cool. He goes and kills the fucking bat. Like, it was like, no, this guy's fucking insane, and he's like a feral animal almost, and, like, you can't even approach him as a normal person, but he's just dealing with all this, you know, fucked-up Trump. It, you know, it, it, again, it's just... I, I enjoyed that that uh, series a lot. I thought they did that yeah, it was character good. really Did really you ever good. watch the second season? Yeah, yeah I, I, I liked it. It wasn't quite as good, but it was... I, Jigsaw wasn't a, you know, it was just like a weird.
1: Yeah, I didn't like that guy as the villain in in either season because I was just kind of like, like, I don't like that actor for whatever reason. For whatever I, reason I like the is.
0: idea of using, uh, yeah, he's the guy from Westworld also. I, I, I do like oh, yeah, the idea of, that too. of like using like a Blackwater type, like, like the villains were basically this Blackwater, like special, you know, special ops fucking oh yeah Uh, that's fine the story was great just him as an actor is a little not like he didn't seem like a credible threat to to fucking john bernthal but he's just not a
1: good actor i never like you know who you know who was great on the show was the fucking little white supremacist kid who who turned into like a oh yeah that was a really really scary yeah the jarhead kid yeah yeah that that character I be, I was like, I'm fucking terrified of this guy. Well, kid. he was
0: that was like Timothy McVeigh, like that guy. He was insanely right. good but in the that acting, role. Yeah.
1: The acting was so believable that I right. was completely invested in that in character. And then the other guy, fucking Italian New Jersey Blackwater <laughs> guy, I was just like,
0: This just get rid of this guy. This is boring. Right. Anyway, enough right. about anyway. <laughs> fucking Forty-seven about minutes TV in. Let's shows. let's get into our first uh, story of the story of the podcast and it's basically gonna be our main uh focus uh for the rest of the show because uh i oh <laughs> cops are coming to get you they don't want us to report on this story i guess um no so cuba of course is in the news uh inexplicably uh, this week because well, i have a, i know why it's in the news or i, have no, a theory I, I, I why. no, i know uh, so, oh, yeah go ahead well well <laughs>
1: let's talk about what's going right. on okay we'll so, talk about our theories right
0: so obviously um we're seeing a lot of stuff out of cuba um you know the, it, it, seemingly organically he says sarcastically uh, there there was this sos cuba hashtag going around on twitter and all of a sudden you were seeing clips on uh mainstream news of uh these quote unquote massive protests in cuba now every clip that i've ever seen was like tens of people maybe like 200 people max but regardless they make it seem like it's like you know streets packed jammed can't move an inch kind of protest but you know uh, there there's uh, historically i'm sure protests of every left wing regime from the white capitalists or the you know the shitty right wing capitalists that still live in those countries but you know again it's an outsized minority of the population and well You're seeing I, I
1: saw the photos i saw the videos of literally, like, dozens to maybe a couple hundred people at most. Like legitimately, yeah. In Havana, right? So, at the same time as there was these very small protests, suddenly there were thousands upon thousands of Twitter accounts sharing or, or tweeting out this SOS Cuba hashtag who all had just been created in the last two months. You know, right. account... Created June, 2021, thirteen followers, and somehow they have just posted a video that has been shared ten thousand times. Like, hmm, that's a little strange. Right. So I would I commented on a couple, and suddenly my inbox is flooded, my mentions are flooded with other accounts, thirteen followers, three followers, two followers all based out of Miami, (laughs) (laughs) all based out of Langley, Virginia. Right. Uh, And Mm, I'm like, okay, this is clearly something's going on. This is, this is clearly a massive astroturfing uh, effort. And I wasn't the only one to notice this. It's been going on for the last, what, three days now. Yeah. But this was, you you remember back when uh, the, the coup was going on in Bolivia a couple years ago, where they, kicked Morales out. Now he's back. Uh, might run for office again. There were 68,000 fake Twitter accounts created to support the Bolivian coup. Uh, that's that's not an accident. Like, whatever whatever was being done on Sunday when this kicked off, this, this SOS Cuba fake right. bullshit, had been planned for a while. Now, the thing is, like th- this kind of astroturfing on social media doesn't change... The you know what's going on in the ground in cuba it's it's purely done for public opinion here in the u.s it's purely to make it look you know to to slingshot these cia talking points out there so that you know right-wing commentators can spread it and then
0: liberal commentators will eat it up and believe it um to manufacture consent for a possible intervention in case the biden administration decides that they want to intervene in some way and this is nothing new. This has been going on for a while, but uh, somebody
1: did some quick research on this, this bot network that was deployed uh, on Sunday. And they tweeted out here, uh, had a sort of a mini thread I want to read from. So it said the Cuba, uh, the Cuba social media astroturfing started from a Spain based account that tweeted five times per second. So clearly automated with 1,500 other automated accounts retweeting these to get them trending. This was then amplified by the right-wing Argentina-based think tank uh, Fundacion Libertad. So the massively disproportionate international attention given to these protests was the result of a PR company from Spain running a bot network whose tweets were then picked up and spread by right-wing influencers after the bots had gotten them trending. So this is... You know, this wasn't just a theory. This was like somebody who who used their software to analyze like where did this actually come from? Right. How are all these accounts connected? And then they went further and started analyzing the avatars. Um, and there's something called it's some it's like G A N like some kind of generated uh, avatar where they'll take one face and then uh, they'll use an AI to slightly alter that face over and over and over. But the eyes all match. That's like the one <laughs> thing that's consistent amongst all of them. Right. Yeah. And somehow this this AI was getting accounts with zero tweets and zero followers. They were getting them blue check approved by Twitter to give them even more credibility. So they figured out some way to like so for their AI algorithm to trick Twitter's algorithm to get them blue checked,
0: people will will sometimes also sell their blue check accounts to like firms or whatever like and this this it's the thing apparently that goes on but that whole system is fuck and like you can and if you don't believe us by the way go to your twitter right now google or, or i say google search for the phrase we cubans don't want the end of the embargo if that means the And you will find hundreds of tweets with the exact same phrasing. We Cubans don't want the end uh, of the embargo if it means the regime and dictatorship stays. We want them gone. No more communism with a bunch of Cuban flags afterwards. And if you Google that, you will find literally hundreds of accounts which are like Rachel, bunch of numbers, Jeff, bunch of numbers, like with all like name, bunch of numbers as the at tweeting the exact same phrase. Like, you know, it's just so obviously, fucking manufactured and and, and fake. But um, what it is, the purpose of it, as you as you said and as I said, is to manufacture consent and get it into the um, get it into the the public sphere and get it into the talking points. Because then the Biden administration comes out and puts out absurd fucking statements uh, where they they act as if somehow this this uh, regime in Cuba is, is restricting the the rights of their citizens, which is fucking hilarious. But I, I we have a couple clips. Uh, I, I do want to play quickly the clip from the, uh, from secretary Blinken, the uh, secretary of state, uh, just fucking absolute maniac. We've talked about him a bunch of times on the show before. Um, and just just to give you a sense of the rhetoric coming directly from the Biden administration, a Democratic administration, by the way, uh, on this Cuba thing. So I'm going to play this clip and
4: then we'll, we'll chat about it. Over the weekend, tens of thousands of Cubans took to the streets uh, on the Why island one. to exercise their rights to assemble peacefully uh, and express their views. The protesters called for freedom and human rights. They criticized Cuba's authoritarian regime for failing to meet people's most basic needs, including food and medicine. In many instances, peaceful protesters were met with repression and violence. Line the number two. Biden-Harris administration stands by the Cuban people and people Line around the world who demand their human rights and who expect governments to listen to and serve them rather than try to silence them. Peaceful protesters are not criminals.
0: That should count for like ten And we join partners
4: across the hemisphere and around the world in urging the Cuban regime to respect the rights of the Cuban people to determine their own future, something they have been denied for far too long.
0: His heart's like not even in it. You could tell by the end he's just so like no. wrote. Um, the,
1: there was another clip of uh, mm-hmm. the State Department spokesman guy, this little fucking dweeb pencil neck motherfucker where – He's just, like, reading it, and he's literally doing, like, a sing-song voice, like, I couldn't be more bored to be talking about this. Like, he's going, his register is going up and down out of pure boredom. It's it's hilarious. But, yeah, so the, this whole, you know, oh, the U.S. stands with the Cuban people for freedom. Like, literally, here's a tweet from a guy, a reporter named uh, Camilio Montoya Galvez. Uh, tweeted out DHS Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas, who's from Cuba, uh, said Haitian and Cuban migrants and asylum seekers who try to come to the U.S. by boat will not be allowed enter, to enter the country, even if asylum seekers establish fear of persecution, uh, legal status. They will be resettled in third world in third countries, Mayorkas said.
0: So <laughs> asterisk unless the only asterisk to that being unless you can play baseball, then we'll let you in and give you hundreds right. of thousands of dollars. So
1: I, I've been I've been watching the news on, you know, not watching, but like looking at the kind of reporting coming out of this. And there were there was all these reports in the news, print media, mostly from Miami Herald about uh, like Miami Cubans who are loading up their boats to take medical supplies and water and food to Cuba and also guns. Like, like they're gonna they're gonna do like a little cuban dunkirk right and, and you know oh, even the reporting basically said like this is just a stunt they're not actually going to go all the way to cuba like these, they would never do that even the coast guard said uh no if you try to do that we'll stop you <laughs> and he's like these guys being interviewed he's like i'm not afraid of the americans i'm afraid of of being killed once I get to cuba like, no, you're not. You're not fucking even going, you fucking little You, you know what th- they
0: would do is they, they, would, they would make you wear, like, a Russia sweatshirt and parade you in front of the cameras for a little while and then send you back. That's I mean, all they would do. They'd make you look like a fucking clown because you're all clowns. First of all, the, the notion that, that there's a lack of
1: food, like, is, is total bullshit because the one thing that's not included in the U.S. embargo against Cuba is food. Currently, the United States, yeah, the United States and America currently trade about one billion dollars in food sales every year. So that's that's not a thing. Like it's not a (laughs) this notion that you know I I, the the most the hilarious most hilarious part of all this was all the not even bot accounts but like actual actual people who claim to be you know Cuban diaspora. Or diaspora whatever the f- yeah, diaspora fucking was. spores mold whatever um <laughs> who are tweeting out pictures <laughs> of mass protests in cairo egypt or right, people, pretending it was like people the going to in the, the giant meteor in mecca saying saying these, these are tweeting out pictures of that shit saying this is havana on sunday and people are like dude look you know and then and of course the bots would then spread that shit out you know I, and i saw this dozens of times dozens lot, of times yeah. people were pe- tweeting out pictures of you know a hundred thousand people and then they were tweeting out pictures of pro-cuban pro-fidel communist mayday marches where like literally a half a million people would show up saying this is the
0: protest on sunday no it wasn't um, it but, wasn't <laughs> right this and by the sad. way i sh- we should also mention that of course and you'll never see the coverage of this in u.s media There have been much bigger counter protests in Cuba that are uh, pro-communism and pro, you know, the current uh, government that are actually kind of trying to counter these very small uh, protests. The bigger protests you'll actually see that are legitimate that they'll show on the news is the uh, Miami protests, which they basically show interchangeably (sighs) with the protests actually happening in Cuba without identifying the fact that they're Miami. Oh, yeah. But if you know Miami geography, you're like, oh, that's that's fucking downtown. That's the, like-
1: the Associated Press ran a photo of a pro-Castro rally in response to the protests on Sunday where there was, I mean, easily thousands of people. And Fox, CNN, ABC, NBC all picked that AP photo up and ran it along the headlines about the uh, anti-government, Unreal. anti-communist protests. And you could see pictures that said like 26 Julio uh, in there, which is, you know, like that's that was their the revolution, the yeah, date of their twenty six, Right. Um, so, I mean, they know what they're doing. Right. They know right. they know that they're, this is not a know, mistake. This is not an accident. "Quote unquote opposition is a tiny, tiny minority. But they'll they'll never let it go that they got their asses handed to him at Bay of Pigs. They'll never let that no. go. The fucking, I mean, this is it's it's hilarious to me. They you remember the coin, the coin they minted <laughs> to commemorate. We talked about this a few weeks ago. Yeah, so funny. The, the coup that they that they lost at. Talk about the mother of all participation trophies. <laughs> that you minted a coin to commemorate a thing that you lost at.
0: They should just send. You know, I don't know if you're aware of this, but in in like in sports, like they they make shirts like for the super bowl of both teams like saying you know tampa bay buccaneers super bowl champions 2020 and then the other team and the ones that they that don't win they like send to like people who don't have clothes in like africa and shit they should send these coins to what made the shirt in the first place? probably fucking made it for 10 cents to begin with they should send these coins to the fucking starving children in africa who don't have commemorative coins to commemorate this non-existent victory (laughs) fucking fucking bay of pigs so um i I just want to talk a little bit about
1: um sort of sort of the the recent history of you know this very technological attempt to undermine the uh communist government in cuba i didn't even really i mean i i socialist barely communist really right right uh and this is, I mean, this has been going on for our entire lives. Really, it's been going on since the, you know, the the inception. You know, right. as soon as, as Che Guevara and Castro kicked out the capitalists and kicked out the, you know, the,
0: the Batista landlords. Regime, yeah. The,
1: yeah, we never, I mean, that was our, they were uh, basically U.S. territory. They were a proxy state for us. Well, but, yeah. you know, and you understand like the Cold War, all that shit was going on they attempted to assassinate Castro over 700 times something like that um even during the Carter administration the CIA was still trying to to kill Castro Tried to give him and exploding
0: they, you know, cigars tried to get mistresses oh, yeah. to kill him in his sleep like just really like comical and then he, like, yeah. and then he won him over they were they were like oh he's just too <laughs> it was the scene in Blazing Saddles know. where they send uh, uh the chicken to, to woo the sheriff and he just fucking you know so
1: I wanted to talk about U.S. aid there's a government organization mm. in the U.S. called U.S. Aid, which isn't even really U.S. Aid. It's an acronym. It's, it's for it stands for like American Industry Development or something like that, mm. right? And they're one of these organizations that it, you know pretends that they're about philanthropy, but really what they're about is promoting the agenda of the State Department and works alongside the CIA, right? Uh, and, and just to kind of solidify what their role has been historically in Latin America. Uh I have a paragraph here. This is from a website called foreignpolicy.com. So, you know, this is already like sort of a pro-intervention pro-imperialist imperialist uh website just from the title alone, but they have a little rundown of of US AIDS history. It says here um uh, Though better known for administering humanitarian aid around the world, according to them, uh, <laughs> U.S. aid has a long history of engaging in intelligence work and meddling in the domestic politics of aid recipients. Throughout the 1960s and 1970s, the agency often partnered with the CIA's, uh, with the CIA's now shuttered Office of Public Safety. Mm-hmm. Look. Like, like already, I'm like well, no, no. I, right. I I doubt I doubt that title. A department beset by allegations that it trained foreign police in quote terror and torture <laughs> techniques, end quote, and encouraged uh, official brutality. Or according to a 1976 Government Accountability Office report, in 1973, Congress directed USA to phase out its public safety program which worked with the CIA to train foreign police forces, in large part because the accusations were hurting America's public image. Yeah, it's all about the messaging. (laughs) By the time the program was closed, USAID had trained thousands of military personnel and police officers in the Philippines, Indonesia, Thailand, and other countries now notorious for their treatment of political dissidents. So why is this important Know this backstory? Because USAID still functions today. USAID is still heavily involved in trying to undermine the people and the government of Cuba. So I have a bit more to read here. I want to get through this just to give you an idea of how prevalent these, these fake bot networks are and the kind of things that can be done with technology without anyone's knowledge or consent. Um, to basically subvert the will of the people, right? right? And to complete, you completely abuse them in the name of, of peace and security and freedom. These things are being done. So the title here is from The Guardian. U.S. secretly created a Cuban Twitter to stir unrest and undermine government. <laughs> so it <clears throat> starts here. U.S. aid started Zunzunio, a social network built on texts In hope it could be used to organize smart mobs to trigger a Cuban spring. Cuban spring, like the Egyptian spring. spring.
0: By the way, Zun Zunio, I love that uh, Peter Gabriel song. But continue your your story. (sighs) Peter Gabriel? Dude. What? It's Phil Collins. Oh, fuck. (laughs) Wrong Genesis member. Fuck. Oh, my (laughs) God. I just lost like
1: 10% of this respect I had for you, man. Hey, give me a break. All right, I. (sighs) We're gonna we're gonna fight about that later. All right, let's go here. In July
0: 2010, well, that was the Peter Gabriel knockoff (laughs) of Susudio. He was like it was his response to Susudio. No, no. Uh, all right, all right. Continue. No fucking pop
1: culture reference. In July 2010, Joe McSpeedon, which sounds like a fake name, sounds very 80s. Joe McSpeedon, McSpeedon, McSpeedon. A U.S. government official flew to Barcelona to put the final touches on a secret plan to build a social media project aimed at undermining Cuba's communist government. McSpeedon and his team of high-tech contractors had come in from Costa Rica and Nicaragua, Washington, and Denver, their mission to launch a messaging network that could reach hundreds of thousands of Cubans. To hide this network from the Cuban government, they would set up a Byzantine system of front companies using a Cayman Islands bank account and recruit unsuspecting executives who would not be told of the company's ties to the U.S. government. This is all true, by the way. I'm like, I'm reading it sort of a, you know, hyped up kind of voice, but this is, right. all of this is fucking true. All of this happened just 11 years ago. Documents show the U.S. government plan to build a subscriber base <laughs> through quote, non-conventional content, end quote, meaning news messages on soccer music and hurricane updates you know all three things that cubans love to hear about uh very 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 cuban content soccer music and hurricane updates uh later when the network reached a critical mass of subscribers perhaps hundreds of thousands operators would introduce political content aimed at inspiring cubans to organize quote smart mobs mass gatherings called at a moment's notice that might trigger a cuban spring or as one usa document put it quote renegotiate the balance of power between the straight state and society End quote, but at its peak, the project drew in more than 40,000 Cubans. So even like it couldn't even get 40,000 people in a country that allegedly has no internet, right. Um, to share news and exchange opinions, but it's subscribers were never aware it was created by the U S government or that American contractors were gathering their private data in the hope that it might be used for political purposes. The program's legality is unclear. U.S. law requires that any covert action by a federal agency must have a presidential authorization. Officials at USAID would not say who had approved the program or whether the White House was aware of it. Keep in mind, this is Barack Obama's administration. So he probably did absolutely know about it and absolutely approved it. So a quote here, we should gradually increase the risk, end (coughs) quote, a USAID Uh, proposed in a document. It advised that using smart mobs should only be done in critical opportunistic situations and not at the detriment of our core platform-based network. So again, you know, like, when do you deploy your mob? Well, it's like when you've got all your people ready with your bot network to make a fake hashtag trend. Like, basically is what they're saying. So USAID's team of contractors and subcontractors built a companion website uh, to its text service so Cubans could subscribe, get feedback, and send their own text messages for free. They talked about how to make the website look like a real business. Quote, Mock ad banners will give the appearance of a commercial enterprise. End quote. A proposal suggested. So, c- completely fake from top to bottom. USAID divided Cuban society into five segments depending on loyalty to the government. On one side sat the, quote, Democratic movement, who USAID admittedly called... Uh, quote still largely irrelevant (laughs) so admitting that they have like nobody on that that side of things right Uh, but also like incorrectly saying that you know the people that are opposed to Castro are pro-democracy which they're not because if
0: you know anything about how elections work in Cuba they still have I mean they have elections they have, They have they have actually very like interesting elections that I think are a good model for other places it's not like a big they don't have big national elections. They have municipal, like a bunch of municipal elections. Right. And everyone who's running for office isn't allowed to campaign because they
1: think the idea of, of these million dollar is bloated like disgusting. campaigns. Right. Right. And so, I mean, it's as you know, to they also their elections are nonpartisan. So you can say, well, they only have one political party. Okay. But all the right races are nonpartisan. So, who gives a shit right like i don't i don't care who's what political party somebody's a member of if they're running for fucking drain commissioner right. like it's not relevant <laughs> right. right so it goes out here um uh, at the other end of the spectrum where the quote hardcore system supporters which us aid dubbed talibanis in a derogatory comparison to afghan and pakistan extremists <laughs> so just just like nothing but contempt for the people they claim they are standing with. Right. Right. So it jumps ahead here a bit. On September twenty, two thousand nine, thousands 2009, thousands of Cubans gathered at Revolution Plaza in Havana for Colombian rocker Juan's quote, Juanes. peace without borders. Juan yeah. yeah, I don't know how to pronounce it. Uh, concert. It's, it's, it is pronounced, it sounds like Juan's is the way it's, it's spelled, it right. Um, it was the largest public gathering in Cuba since the visit of Pope John Paul II in 1998 under the watchful gaze of a giant sculpture of revolutionary icon Che Guevara the Miami based ones promoted music aimed at quote turning hate into love I love that it's like under the watchful gaze of a giant sculpture <laughs> of Che Guevara dun, dun.
0: ominous like, music like in the background the,
1: right like they just have to throw that in I mean it's the guardian they're fucking needle liberal right. as hell but but I love that like like the Connotation is, you know, that it's it's like that onion mean, article. Um, uh, blanket of Jim Morrison terrorizes a neighborhood from bedroom window. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um. But so, uh. But for the Zunzunio team, the concert <clears throat> was a perfect opportunity to test the political power of their budding social network. In the weeks before Zunzunio sent out half a million text messages to test what the Cuban government would do. One asked respondents whether they thought two popular local uh, music acts who were out of favor with the government should join the stage with ones. Some 100,000 people responded, not realizing the poll was used to gather critical intelligence. Paula Cambronino, uh, a researcher for Mobile Accord, which was a company who was running this at the time, began building a vast database about the Cuban subscribers, including gender, age, receptiveness, and political tendencies. USAID believed the demographics on dissent could help it target other Cuba programs and, quote, maximize our possibilities to extend our reach. Carlos Sanchez Media, a lawyer specialized in European data protection law, said, it appeared that the U.S. program violated Spanish privacy laws because the Zunzinia team had illegally gathered personal data from the phone list and sent unsolicited emails using a Spanish platform. So they were trying to bounce this uh, again, like the, this thing on Sunday that happened originated from an account hmm. in Spain. Right. Right. Yeah. Because apparently Spanish, like whatever the laws are there, they like, this is where uh, clandestine U S agencies will bounce their servers through <laughs> basically. Uh, and, and I love that. I love when people, um, you know, legal analysts describe a thing that already happened. Uh, it, it, Theoretically, right. so he, he, he says the illegal release of information is a crime and using information to create a list of people by political affiliation is totally prohibited by Spanish law. Almeida said it would violate a U.S.-European data protection agreement. He, <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, it, it would. You mean it already did, is what you're saying. Right. <laughs> so you just say it hasn't been prosecuted and probably won't be prosecuted because America can get away with anything. So, by early 2010, creative uh, at, uh, what was his company's name again? Mobile Accord. Uh, decided that Zunzunio was so popular that uh, Bernheim's company wasn't uh, sophisticated enough to build, in effect, a scaled-down version of Twitter. This was the one of the investors they'd had uh, originally. It turned to another young techie, James Eberhard, CEO of Denver-based Mobile Accord, Inc., Quote, if it is discovered that the platform is or ever was backed by the U.S. government, not only do we risk the channel being shut down by CubaCell, which I assume is the Cuba, whatever, regulatory uh, agency they have there, right. but we risk the credibility of the platform <coughs> as a source of reliable information, education, and empowerment in the eyes of the Cuban people, Mobile Corp noted in a memo. Officials at USAID realized, however, that they could not conceal their involvement forever unless they left the stage. The predicament was summarized bluntly when Eberhard was in Washington for a strategy session in early 2011 where his company noted that, quote, inherent contradiction or noted the inherent contradiction of giving Cubans a platform for communications uninfluenced by their government that was, in fact, financed by the U.S. government and influenced by its agenda. (laughs) So, like, exactly like someone finally. Are we the patties again? Like so, we're we're saying they should have, uh, you know, freedom of speech and press freedom on a platform that's completely compromising their their autonomy and their privacy. We're just stealing right. their their biometric data and their political stuff to build the database to better manipulate them. I like, did, yeah, just just disgusting. It, and you look at you know the restrictions on the internet in Cuba, and you look at like the th- the kind of things that Twitter and Facebook does to us, and it's it's like for whatever lack of freedom of speech they have on the internet, they're being protected from some of the most abusive corporations on the planet when it comes to your own freedom of speech and your privacy. So, you know, again, right.
0: how bad is it really? Right. And so I, I just really quick, and I'm sure most of our, well, some portion of our listeners will know this, but just to give people a quick, very brief cliff notes version of the history of the embargo on Cuba and, you know, the whole, crux of these protests is that oh well they're marching for food and medicine now nobody's really marching for anything like we said it's basically all completely manufactured uh by the by the state department and the cia but um any lack of resources uh probably can be attributed to the fact that for the last 60 years we've had an iron fucking grip on cuba and not allowed them to trade anything other than food or medicine. Um, now the fact that people are like, oh, well, that's what people are complaining for. Yeah. That number one, that's not an accident because that's a great way for the state department to create a talking point It's like, oh, well, they're not embargoed from trading food or medicine. No, they're just embargoed from trading every one of their chief exports like tobacco. Uh, you ever hear of a fucking Cuban cigar? I'm pretty sure they would have a, a nice revenue stream in America if they were actually able to sell, uh, to trade, you know, Cuban cigars and things of that nature back and forth. They import well, like i well, I'll tell years. you what else
1: is embargoed is uh, tractors. Try try doing your own al- agriculture if you can't, you know, get new parts to right. fix your tractor. They can't get anything. The standard.
0: cars in Havana are are from like the fifties because this was like pre. They it, like it's legitimate that like they don't have. And again, you know, car, whatever about cars, but like all of their technology that that you know they used to trade with the world is from like the fifties because the U.S. has had this iron uh, fist around their neck right since 1962 and for people that don't know uh uh Ful- fulgencio i think is his first name batista was the uh u.s installed dick right-wing dictator of cuba that the uh revolution ousted in 62 and so the u.s under batista had bought had you know basically bought A bunch of their oil like they they basically had these cuban oil refineries that were u.s owned under the right-wing puppet government that we installed so we installed the puppet government and then we said oh well we're gonna buy these from you you know as they're chuckling and laughing and then so when the cubans actually took back power and kicked out the fascists they're like yeah fuck you we're not giving you these oil fields and we're not giving you compensation because you stole these from us in the first place you installed a right-wing dictator and you stole our fucking oil uh, we're not going to give you compensation for these things that we don't r- acknowledge that you own. So that was when the embargo was put in place, and it has been in place ever since. And don't let well, fucking oh yeah, I'm sorry. Go ahead. What?
1: Well, they they even relented on that and allowed the the U.S. company to keep operating, but without <laughs> right. compensation. Right, right. So they even they even fucking softened that blow, uh, and and it was still too much. Right, right. So, so,
0: what? And but it, it, don't let any fucking liberals tell you, by the way, that, oh, well, Obama, you know, he normalized relations. He didn't lift the fucking embargo. He did a lot of PR around like, you know, quote unquote, normalizing relations, uh, which was a good first step. But of course like everything obama did it didn't go nearly far enough and was easily undone by the next right-wing lunatic to get into office right who and isn't being undone by that lunatic
1: by the current asshole we have right
0: in office. by the current right-wing lunatic that we have in office who right. is keeping the sanctions in place and not lifting the embargo because trump put actual right. sanctions on cuba of which biden hasn't lifted which is another you know economically and you, you crippling still have
1: to, to have to like jump through all these fucking hurdles just to visit cuba right right like it which usually means you have to get approval from the state department um you're not allowed to accept any gifts and everything that you all the money you spend while you're there the state department can review your purchases right so (laughs) what most people end up doing is they they'll fly to Hmm. mexico city and then fly from mexico city to cuba right And cuba to their credit will often not stamp your passport if they know oh, wow. that you like, yeah, because they they don't want you to get in trouble. No, right? Because right? they're not assholes. They're not the, they're the
0: right. victims in this in this situation. But yeah.
1: So just to close out the last couple paragraphs to, to find out what uh, whatever happened to uh, Zunzunio with USAID here um, <laughs> by early 2011, Creative Associates grew exasperated with Mobile Accord's failure to meet Zunzunio's self-sustaining and independent of the U.S. government. That sentence. Seems like a fragment sentence, but the operation had run into a unsolvable problem. USAID was paying tens of thousands of dollars in text messaging fees to Cuba's communist (laughs) telecommunications monopoly.
0: I love the irony i love the irony by the way Uh, just 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 the framing of that their telecommunications (laughs) monopoly because they probably have a publicly owned fucking municipal telecom industry unlike our country where you let a bunch of fucking corporations. you know like the thing we should have like a fucking government like you know municipal internet municipal phones like
1: oh the 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 water bureau has a monopoly (laughs) on your tap like right Right. That's fucking uh, fucking psychotic shit, but yes. The Forest Service has a monopoly on trees. (laughs) Right. Um, So they... Okay, I'm going to jump back here. So the operation run into an unsolvable problem. USAID was paying tens of thousands of dollars in text messaging fees to Cuba's communist telecommunications... (laughs) I can't even fucking say Telecommunications monopoly routed through a secret bank account and front companies. It was not a situation that could either... ...that they could either afford or justify, and if exposed, it would be embarrassing or worse. (laughs) By March 2011, Zunzunio had about 40,000 subscribers. To keep a lower profile, it abandoned previous hopes of reaching 200,000... ...and instead capped the number of subscribers at a lower number. It limited Zunzunio's text messages to less than 1% of the total in Cuba... ...as to avoid the notice of uh, Cuban authorities... Though one former Zunzunio worker, who spoke on a condition of anonymity because he's not authorized to speak publicly about his work, said the Cubans were watching, uh, were catching on. Sorry, we're catching on, and had tried to block the site. <laughs> Toward the middle of 2012, Cuban users began to complain that the service worked only sporadically, then not at all. Zunzunio vanished as mysteriously as it appeared. <laughs> In incorrect Spanish, Zunzunio posted on its Facebook page saying it was aware of the problems accessing the website and was trying to resolve them. USAID says the program ended when the money ran out.
0: Dun, dun, dun. You know, I made that Sue Studio joke, but it also is funny that they named their their uh, their social media network after the failed Microsoft fucking uh, the 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 Zune, the Microsofts. Remember the fucking like the MP3 player that they thought would rival the iPod, oh, yeah. the Microsoft Zune? Yeah, it's like how many fucking failed, but yeah. So I mean, it's preposterous, and the, and, and history is littered with just comical attempts to actually undermine popular you know governments like yeah
1: but like they went to a bunch of fucking corporate ceos to get them to invest a shitload of of money in this this failed social media platform that at best like only got a small fraction of the users it, it said it needed right to basically just get a bunch of mobs to go out and and protest you know potentially put them at risk uh, but to, to get them all riled up over something they wouldn't have otherwise, like literally the thing that all these fucking Russiagate lunatics are convinced that Russia was doing like Russia, <laughs> right. you know, troll farms, getting us all riled up about black lives mattering. Uh, <laughs> right. You know, and, How dare they. like, oh, this isn't this isn't an organic. You're just falling for the, the you know, Putin is trying to get all this you know different right. I really don't think
0: black people uh, their lives matter. Right? It's like, just Russia it's, making me think that. Right. Literally the fucking Russiagators, the shit that they're so
1: furious about and convinced is happening every day in America is exactly what USA, the CIA, the NSA and the State Department are doing to third world <laughs> right. countries and second world countries and communist countries and socialist countries every single day and you and me and everyone listening to this fucking podcast I mean, assuming if you're in the U.S., if you're not, you know, you're not paying for this. But we're the ones pe- fucking paying for it. We're the ones right. that were paying hundreds of thousands of dollars in texting fees to the communist monopoly.
0: <laughs> Which, fine. Which, I mean, hey, you know, I'd rather send some uh, yeah. of my money to Cuba than fucking give it to the government that uses it to bomb fucking other <laughs> right. brown people. I, I'd rather <laughs> donate
1: to the the telecom monopoly of communist Cuba than donate to fucking
0: NPR. right. Right. So uh, before we get out of here, I want to play this clip because, uh, you know, the, uh, I just want to give people an idea of the kind of the kind of rhetoric that they're emboldening when they uh, believe the bullshit that you're hearing out of the Biden administration. So if you think Joe Biden or Anthony Blinken or fucking Cenk Uger, the fucking imperialist maniac who started off his show the other day with a bunch of CIA talking points about Cuba's regime. But if you ever hear people calling it the regime, you should immediately be distrustful of what they're saying. But if you if you embolden them or support them in any way, this is the kind of rhetoric that you're emboldening. So this is the mayor of Miami, uh, you know, fascist Cuban capital, the right wing Cuban capital of the world, um, who is a Republican. Although apparently the the seat of mayor in in Miami is is a nonpartisan office, but I mean this guy's a registered, you know. You could tell uh, when he talks that he's a Republican. But uh, this is this is him on Fox News yesterday. And and just listen to the shit that he says that I, I can't even believe.
4: A repressive government and a cruel U.S. embargo. They deserve policies that empower them and help them improve their lives. Do you think that President Biden looking at this situation will lift that embargo? And do you think that's what he should do?
2: No, I don't think the embargo is, is cruel at all. And I think that the Cuban people are not asking for a lifting of the embargo. They're going out in the streets every single day talking about the failure of the communist regime to provide for its people. And I don't understand why that's so difficult for people to understand. It has failed for six decades. And what should be being contemplated right now is a coalition of a potential military action in Cuba, similar to what has happened in both administrations, in both Republican and Democrat administrations. In Republican with Bush in Panama, they deposed Noriega, and that country had peaceful democracy for decades. And you had interventions by by Democratic presidents, uh, you know, taking out Osama bin Laden in Pakistan. It's a, a sovereign country where they took out a, a, a terrorist that probably saved... Thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of lives and President Clinton in Kosovo uh, intervening in a humanitarian issue uh, with airstrikes. So there have been many, many opportunities uh, in the history of Are you of, suggesting of- airstrikes it- in Cuba? What I'm suggesting is that that option is one that has to be explored mm-hmm. and cannot be uh, just simply discarded as, as an option that is not on the table. Um, and, and there's a variety of ways the military can do it, but that's uh, that's something that needs to be discussed. and needs to be looked at as a potential option in addition to a variety of other options uh, that can be discussed. Yeah.
1: Why why do they always talk about war crimes in terms of it being like a poker match?
0: Right, right. You know, it's, like, it's just so oh, laissez-faire about
1: discarded. it. That can't be discarded. That's got to stay on the table. You gotta like, keep that up, you're exactly. not playing
0: fucking poker. You're talking about killing people. Right. People who literally did nothing wrong. Like, you're literally just talking about invading a country that didn't do anything to us, and, and we just don't like that they have a slightly less capitalistic, psychotic like, fucking government.
1: Like, every, every day that people are are in the streets of Cuba begging to be bombed by America. Right, right.
0: They're, they're begging welcoming. Begging to
1: have the freedom, the freedom...
0: That, that existed after we disposed Manuel Noriega. I, I, right, right. <laughs> Don't, how did how did Noriega get in that office? By the way, maybe maybe we should ask that question. A lot of cocaine. A lot of cocaine. A lot of cocaine you know yeah so again it's hilarious the three examples he cites which are all things Manuel that we Doriega, who is actually who is also a cia asset right and who just uh, started like becoming a problem for them because he was getting too out of hand with the cocaine trading which they were actually facilitating but then you know he was kind of going off script so they're like oh fuck this guy's gonna make us look bad we better get rid of him um even though like you said he literally was a cia plant uh, like Batista was fucking installed as the as the president of Nicaragua. Um, hilarious. And you said
1: you can tell he's a re- rep- Republican. This but, mayor, but, uh, I, I, you know, I but should honestly right. Like, the Democrats I, sound
0: the same about Cuba. They can't. Democrats can't
1: even even our furthest left Democrats. I shouldn't say our Democrats because fuck the Democrats They're not. Uh, bernie had a fucking anyway, horrible tweet
0: about this like they, they're all shit they can't they're even call
1: for the end of the embargo without finger wagging the regime the communist regime you know like uh, I'm i I'm sorry. have bernie's if tweet if, if you want to uh
0: yeah go ahead yeah so bernie bernie tweeted out and again i don't know why you fucking have to do this nobody's holding the gun to your head um all people have the right to protest and to live in a democratic society. I call on the Cuban government to respect opposition rights and refrain from violence. It's also long past time to end the unilateral U.S. embargo on Cuba, which has only hurt, not helped the Cuban people. You could easily have tweeted that second sentence without tweeting that first sentence. Like what, what a preposterous thing to say when we live in the United States of America, where the fucking state constantly sanctions cops, brutalizing and murdering its civilians for peaceful protest. Uh, I've yet to see any real examples of that happening in Cuba. But, you know, of course, they're going to make up some bullshit. Like, I, I, again, I, if, if we had can you imagine if the Cuban military and police treated the protesters the way that American cops treat fucking peaceful protesters in the U.S., we would have invaded already because they because people in the, the cops in the U.S. are fucking brutal maniacs and and routinely maim and kill protesters in the united states yet they're acting as if somehow cuba is the one is the is the one doing that it's it's fucking asinine and and preposterous and it's asinine for Brain to tweet something like that i don't know what the fuck he's thinking right
1: yeah i mean it, it's the, the furthest left politicians we have at the federal level the best they can come up with is
0: well the embargo is bad but but also communism is bad right right just just you know not citing anything specific, just you know, like you said, communism bad because they were all fucking brainwashed because they were all raised in this Cold War era where it, literally every piece of uh, media you would consume was just nonstop anti-communist propaganda, and and it, and it's just like I I talk about it all the time in the show, but it's so hard to break through that fucking conditioning, uh, even to people who of that generation who are who are leftists or or, or or consider themselves leftists or you know progressive it's very hard to break through that condition i don't
1: know it's it's not that hard when you can do it you know in a moment with somebody it's sure, just that right. as soon as you leave the room they revert back to you know uh, oh hammer sickle bad why right, right why why are those like why is a, a tool that builds things and is used to farmer farming implements right why are those things bad? you know? well, it's been used by authoritarian like oh so it, are stripes bad are stars bad inherently like right. do you do you fucking yeah it's yeah, ridiculous so speaking of stars and stripes uh, and stolen valor, there was a video oh yeah that uh, that popped up on the internet and there wasn't any audio, but it was it looked like a like it was a, a doorbell security cam, camera. I think. Well, it was it wasn't a doorbell cam, but it looked like that kind of camera. Right, it was at home but it something. looked like it looked like it was like a a security camera mounted from the person's mailbox at the front of their yard, which is just like w- what insane person puts a camera on their mailbox? Right, like w- clearly somebody who is, uh, you know, would would define themselves as being a taxpayer, uh, <laughs> and you know. <laughs> You know, when somebody says, "As a taxpayer," right. they're about to be an asshole. Right, about to be an asshole. So this this fucking security camera mounted on this mailbox uh, captured, in all of its glory, a young child and his mother riding a bicycle together, and as they approach. This uh, mailbox in front of the mailbox at the corner of the driveway. There's a small U.S. flag, not a real flag, but like a little, you know, the kind you'd like a little Walmart wave when wave the fire right. truck goes by. Yeah, just stuck in the ground. It's like you know, three by five inches or five by six inches. You know, it's right. the size of a photograph. And the kid stops and like grabs it and rips it out of the ground <laughs> and throws it down. While the mother is just like watching. This happened like like they talked about doing it as they approached or something like <laughs> off camera, Um, and it like it, it couldn't quite tell, you know they, I don't know if they were white, Hispanic, black. I couldn't you can't really it's, tell. Yeah, it's kind of hard to tell it because they're kind of like the sun's behind them and it's a low quality image, right? But just seeing this kid just wrench the flag <laughs> out of the ground, throw it down. The mother is like, you know, clearly not stopping him. She clearly approves. Um, And then just reading the fucking insane, insane comments of people who clearly have nothing better to do, which is why they're on apps like Nextdoor to complain about benign things in their neighborhood that they had to witness. This is, you know, this was like a child desecrating a flag as a mother looks on approvingly, just like like they just they, you know, every fiber of their being is just riled and indignated. Um, So I just want to read some of these fucking comments uh, from Twitter under this video. This first one is from an account called FreeZone, who has a link to their parlor account in their bio. So if that doesn't (laughs) paint a picture for you. um, (laughs) So this person tweets out, please don't allow this behavior in your country. It's the first stage to abolish the original symbols of the country and then impose... A uh, new symbols with obscure meanings for a new kind of government. We passed the same in Vez in Venezuela. We, we passed the same and at what? Like,
0: <laughs> a- yes, yeah, so I'm anyway, sure crazy uh, white guy on parlor that you once lived in Venezuela. I'm sure that that happened.
1: <laughs> right. Right. Um, so the next, next one, uh, is from an account, uh, called get liquidized. And the, the, uh, their banner photo on their Twitter account was of a, a low res picture of a bald Eagle with the words, God, we need you. And in their bio, their bio just says the word graphic design. That's that's all their bio said is just those two words. And it's like, okay. So he tweets out. It's not just the parents, all caps. It's not just the parents. The last 10 or 20 years, your academia and Hollywood's influence, on culture has been indoctrinating the young of america to hate and disrespect people are seeing america slip away and then looking the other way as it happens god help us <laughs> 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 and, and like all the typos are I'm, I'm reading all the typos so if it sounds like right. the sentences Stupid don't make or... sense that this is how they wrote them uh, another account called proud a proud meemaw i don't know what that fucking means it's grandmother a southern thing. And, yeah yeah uh, uh, okay so grandmother this needs to be pushed to the courts, <laughs> pushed to the courts. What does that even mean? Like when you like, I'm, I'm, I'm pushing
0: this to court.
1: Like you're doing right. what?
0: You don't, not do not only is a... she an idiot, but she apparently has no idea that the Supreme court already ruled that desecrating a flag is actually protected free speech and completely unpunishable. But, uh, but continue right. to be and, an and idiot. You see,
1: this isn't even a real flag. Right. It's, it's, like like it's, a <laughs>
0: old, it's a fake flag. Right. Um, which, which making a fake
1: flag is in itself desecration. Right. But yeah, just, just like, a, right. do, you want, do you want to file charges? Yes, I want to push it to the courts. Like, that's not a <laughs> phrase that exists. So then she continues, push it to litigation. Like,
0: really, like, really is, big on that metaphor, and it doesn't really apply so here. So then the next,
1: the next sentence just says the words destruction of property. That's, that's a single sentence. Just destruction of property is its own sentence in this rant.
0: The, it, it's not even, litigation. It, the kid just put it on the ground. Of it's not even destroyed. It didn't even break the fucking pole in half. Like, there's nothing destroyed.
1: Destruction of property. Push it to the courts. If parents don't care, then time to shake the bushes and let them know this will not be tolerated. What? George and Laura, they're, they're busy. He's what busy
0: painting. It? What?
1: Shake. It's time to shake the crime stick. <laughs>
0: like, what does that fucking
1: mean? Mr. Show reference. Um, okay, next comment here. Unfortunately, the possible long-term consequences are that we are raising a generation that would never defend this country on a battlefield because they are being taught to despise it under false pretenses. <sighs> People aren't going to like the results of being this vulnerable. Wow. Like, what? Wow. Well, if all these flag disrespectors don't get their act together, they might not want to go
0: die for a lie on a battlefield. Right. <laughs> Stolen Valor. Why don't hashtag. you go, know, buddy? You seem to be super, like, into defending... I don't know, I'm sure you're, like, 55, right. but... Uh, you know. Lee
1: Greenwood, 55, is probably 75. Right. Uh, I love this one. This is my favorite one. Um, same sort of crap is happening here. Our kids are being taught that our flag, our queen, <laughs> and our history are things <laughs> to be ashamed of and destroyed, usually by school teachers, no less. So...
0: Again, Brit uh, has to chime in. <laughs> exactly. Racism? Where I, I must join. I can't. I can't allow that to go without a Brit. They're dis. The fucking soccer
1: team lost, and now the Queen's not respected <laughs> anymore. It's all falling apart. Uh, uh, it's all Meghan God. Markle's
0: fault, I think. Somehow, all of all of this is, is going to be Meghan Markle's fault.
1: So I love this one. The, the The grandeur of this one, I love it. And this would be why the country is collapsing. Period. Is period? It going to be the Russians, the Chinese, the North Koreans, Al Qaeda, comma? It will be us who will destroy a country. So, <laughs> is that a conservative
0: be, or a liberal? That's the other question. Once, whatever Russia is the first country invoked, it sounds
1: like a fucking bot that can't type. Right. And this would be why the country is collapsing. Period. Is period. It going to be the Russians, the Chinese, the North Koreans, Al Qaeda. It will be us who will destroy our country. That, like, what? Why is the word "is" its own sentence in there? Like, what? All right, I got three more here. I was at the Bell Center viewing party for Game Five with my son.
0: <laughs> Already, like, what? Thank you for for the update. The, the
1: but- where the Game Five of what? The like so extremely local Twitter that. Yeah, I was at the Bell Center viewing party for Game Five with my son. I made him stand and take off his hat, as did I, for both anthems. Uh,
0: apparently, they play the national anthem twice. Well, I, I, it hat. might have been what, like a, a, a <laughs> Canada? Like maybe it was. He's talking about the Stanley Cup, and it was like a U.S. team versus Canada. I don't know. So they they play know. the Canadian and the U.S. anthem. I don't. Fucking these <laughs> people are fucking lunatics.
1: So <laughs> this this guy like clearly. Wants to be praised for his, his parenting style. It says, I was at the Bell Center viewing party for game five with my son. I made him stand and take off his hat, as I did for both anthems. The old couple next to us have us a big thumbs up afterwards. Got to teach respect to them, young. That's literally what it says. Wow. It, like, again, it sounds like an AI. It sounds like a fucking AI bot. This is how like stupid people it. who
0: are that patriotic really are though i mean this is like you know this maybe 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 it really is a fucking ai
1: that that spits the shit out honestly two more here (sighs) this is from an account called Rhonda all about attitude (laughs) like okay when that kid's generation grows up i suspect people will be arrested for displaying it Assuming this nation still exists. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, if only. Stop giving me fucking wet dreams.
0: (laughs) Threatening Uh, us with a good
1: time. Oh, my God. Last one. I, personal, wouldn't do this. That's exactly what it says. I, personal, (laughs) wouldn't do this as I disagree with it, but others can go ahead and do it all they want if it's their property my only issue with this video was that it's on some random person's lawn and not owned by the kid (laughs) okay the pet if if it was the kid's own lawn because because you know that's how things work that children own property uh then it would be okay there's always got to be one pedantic comment (laughs)
0: like it's just it's
1: like I, it's, I'm just gonna read it again. I personal, not personally. I personal wouldn't do this because I disagree with it. But others can go ahead and do it if they want. If it's their property, like okay. So if it's if it's my flag, I can put it in the yard of anyone I want and then pull out and throw it on the ground. It was my f- <laughs> no no. I gotta I gotta own the flag and the lawn. Jesus, a lot of commitments there. But like literally, it's it's like what. <laughs> My only issue with this video is that it was on some random person's lawn. Yeah, some random person who's a fucking lunatic and has a camera mounted from their mailbox. <laughs>
3: right. Uh,
1: just, yeah. And then people were like, "Oh, this was staged, this was fake, this was, you know, like whatever." Like, who who cares?
0: It probably could have. It's more than likely that it could have been just some right wing lunatic, like, "Hey, let's let's set up this video so we can get a bunch of rage cl- cl- uh, tweets." Yeah, and then it's it it's, it's the guy with standing there with the spray paint on his driveway. Right, the says, Black's rule Black's rule. Guy. <laughs> Right, I mean that that's more likely than than just this rad little kid came by and was like, "Hey, fuck this fucking symbol of imperialist oppression." Right, but, right. but you don't know. The, know. Kid, the kid
1: can't even like pull it out of the ground very well either. It's like it's fucking staked in there too hard, and he's just like. <laughs> working on it for a while trying to drop the thing you know it's who knows if it was real or not but who cares but just shit like that eliciting these kind of comments let's assume half of them are from real dummies and the other half are from some right-wing algorithm ai bot spitting out fucking fragment sentences but god it's just it's it's like Oh, Cubans aren't allowed to get on Twitter and read shit like this? Good for them. I fucking wish <laughs> right. I didn't have to read shit like this. I fucking right. wish I lived in Cuba and was spared the fucking gauntlet of stupidity that I log into every fucking day.
0: But then how, where would you spend all of your money on? You wouldn't have to spend your money on healthcare premiums. What would you do with all that extra money? You'd probably... I don't know. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> it's fucking ridiculous. By the way, Cuba, despite the fact that we've held them down, you know, like I said, for 60 years with this crushing embargo, managed to develop their own COVID vaccine, which has 90% effectiveness uh, in, in in stopping transmission. So, you know, some of the best med- uh, medical uh, care in the world, they had much better health outcomes than we did until the pandemic, where we, you know, hoarded all the resources and hoarded all the vaccines. So... Do you
1: know about, like, the syringe problem? Because, like, they have had a huge spike in COVID cases. And I've I've heard that, like, they, you know, because of the embargo, like, they have the vaccine. But what they don't have is the syringes to... Administer the vaccine. Oh, have you heard no, that? I didn't hear about that. That's interesting. I heard
0: that from a couple different sources, but I, I didn't. Uh, it doesn't shock it. me. I, I mean, there's that, so but. many little elements of the supply chain that get fucked up when you're literally prohibited from trading with other right. countries. um That I, and, I, and people have
1: said, "Well, they, they can trade with anybody else they want." No, they can't. No, they can't because anyone they do
0: trade with, the United States will threaten to sanction that country right, too. Right. Right. They, they'll they say you're free to trade with them, but we will sanction you. So nobody who does business inside the United States trades with Cuba for that reason. It's not because they disapprove of Cuba. They actually have quite a few allies in the world. In fact, all but the United States and Israel uh, voted on a U.N. resolution to end the embargo, uh, a, a resolution calling for the end to the embargo. 140 countries voted uh, to end the embargo and two and the only two that opposed or the united states and the baby united states aka super super
1: fucking democratic institution when 140 countries can vote for something and two countries can veto right
0: right it's almost like we created this institution to have a ultimate veto with one fucking vote um yeah but anyway all right well uh i think that does it for us this week but uh yeah, uh, rate review and subscribe on on wherever you uh, listen to us on. I almost said Apple Podcast, but nobody uses Whatever that shitty you app to anymore. Us on, subscribe to it, right? To us right. Speaking of, we didn't even I didn't even mention that when we up top we're talking about apps that have been completely destroyed by software updates. But yeah, Apple Podcast totally unusable. Anyway, uh, rate review and subscribe on uh, wherever you, wherever you get a, get this from. Follow us on SoundCloud, soundcloud.com slash Move Left. facebook.com slash move left idiots we have a patreon at patreon.com slash move left uh merch available at tinyurl.com slash move left merch i am on merch (laughs) i'm on twitter at move (laughs) move (laughs)
1: underscore left uh and as always i'm on twitter at black sleigh yeah
0: we'll see you next week